Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. <laughs> Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Hello, everybody. This is Matt with One Team, One Podcast uh, with our first episode of Case of the Mondays. Um, so if you've listened to the show, which I'm sure you have because we're very, very popular, um, I am the resident negative Nancy, um, pessimist, the old curmudgeon, the Debbie Downer, and Jack is, Jack tries to get some uh, positivity going and pumping it into my system. So we're going to do a, um, a show on Monday, uh, be a very short, brief uh, show on Monday called Case of the Mondays uh, with Matt, um, myself. And I will talk about the game and my thoughts uh, from the previous weekend. So LSU played Arkansas uh, in Fayetteville. Uh, LSU wins 27 to 24 and uh, have a lot of thoughts about this game. Uh, me and Jack, you know, texted back and forth the entire game. Um, and we're, we're, on, uh, we're pretty opposite as far as um, thought process with this. Jack is very positive and sees all of the the positive stuff and I, and I do too. Um, first of all, I'll get that out of the way. You know, our freshmen played so well. Um, TJ Finley played great. Uh, BJ Ojolari played great. Um, uh, Andre Anthony, I know he's not a freshman, but he played fantastic. Uh, Eric Gilbert was uh, feed number two as much as possible. Um, that's my, that would be my number one rule on offense is find number two and, uh, get him the ball in the middle of the field. Um, I thought, I thought there was a lot of, uh, a lot of good potential out of a lot of these players. I am, uh, still very concerned, very concerned about our defense. And I hear everybody talking. Um, I see, I see a lot of people on Twitter, Talking about um, you know how many stops we we had against Arkansas, um, and all those things are positive that you can take away um, as far as improvement. But you do have to remember, this was a depleted Arkansas team. Um, I don't know how, I don't know what their total numbers were that they played with. Uh, they had a lot of guys out. Uh, on offense, they were missing Rakeem Boyd, which some people would, would consider possibly their best player on offense. Um, Felipe Franks was the leading rusher on the team, uh, which isn't normal for them. Um, Rakeem Boyd is is their big runner. Uh, and you squeaked out a win against this team. Um, and there was a lot of opportunity for – uh, LSU to, to pull ahead, you know, a little bit. And there was a lot, there was a couple of times where I, th I thought that we're done. Um, they were down um, 21 to 20 and Arkansas has the ball, the three yard line, Felipe Franks slips and falls. 
And I've, I've been told by a few people, well, we had a couple of defenders in space. They, they would have made the tackle. Uh, okay, you, you trust our defense to make tackles now. Okay, great. Um, I'm not there. Uh, I think that we still have a lot of problems. And, yes, they played better. Um, but I also have to think about who you're playing against. Um, and let's look at the – the overall offensive game plan or overall game plan in general, which was to try to keep the defense off the field as much as possible and basically hide your deficiencies. Um, I tweeted that out during the game was like, this, this ain't going to work against anybody. Um, you're not going to be able to beat, you can't beat A&M like this. You can't beat um, Florida or Alabama for sure. You're definitely not going to beat uh, Ole Miss because Ole Miss is going to score. Um, so, at some point, you have to score points. <laughs> um, and, you know, one of the the biggest problems that I saw was at, the, at halftime. Like, you, you just can't botch that. Uh, you had 21 seconds left um, where you had you – had, you could have had three chances at the end zone before you tried to kick a field goal. And they took no chances to the end zone um, and kicked the field goal. And it, it felt like you were settling for the field goal. Uh, just like a less miles offense would do. Um, and I'm sorry, guys, that I can't take positives away from that kind of stuff. Uh, I can't take positives from the um, feels like a regression of your game plan. We were so aggressive, and I thought we would never go backwards. Uh, beginning of the year, I was thinking, oh, there's, we're full steam ahead with this offense. We're not going backwards. I get it. I get you have a freshman quarterback. I understand all that stuff. I didn't think our defense was going to be terrible. Uh, it's not only terrible, it's the worst defense we've ever had uh, in the history of LSU football. Um, so I didn't think that was happening either. Uh, we were told something different. And I can't get my head around um, some of the fans that are just so positive about the way our defense played. Um, you know, we – and I've, I've seen people talk – Jacques Doucet was one of them. He said um, time of possession is a, a overrated uh, stat, and I get it. I, I understand that. But sometimes it is a very important stat. Um, in this case, let's take a look at it. Um, a few things. We'll take a look at that, and we'll take a look at total plays. LSU has 41 minutes of time of possession compared to Arkansas's 18. Um but yet Arkansas um, uh, leads us in total yardage. So they had 443 total yards in 18 minutes of possession. Um, we also had 91 plays to their 51. Um, and I think our game plan was to try to wear them down because they were short and they were depleted on their defensive line. Um, I think they had six players – six defensive linemen available for the game total. Um, so that was our game plan. The problem that you have is, is you're just not efficient. Um, you know, you you run that many plays and you have that much time of possession. Um, first of all, if, the, if, you're, if your defense is still going to give up 24 points, um, I can get it a win as a win, but you got to score more points, man. Like, you can't go before half where you could actually be taking a, a sizable lead here and coming up short and just trying to kick a field goal to be conservative. 
Uh, that conservative stuff ain't going to work. Uh, you can win against Arkansas, but that'll be the last one you get all year. Um, so I, that was some that was some glaring problems that I see. I still think you got some issues, um, not only defensively, but just with overall scheme and game plans right now. I think you got a problem with Ensminger. I think you definitely have a problem with Linehan, which we've talked about that for the last couple of weeks. And then obviously Bo Pelini. I, I, you're seeing glaring mistakes in the um, in the defensive backfield. And you know this is complete speculation, but is there is there an issue with Corey Raymond and Bo Pelini that we don't know about? Like, is there a miscommunication going on between coaching uh, coaching staffs? Um, it, it just seems like nobody's on the same page with that. Um, I think our defensive line played really well. Um, you know, but take a look at it on the offensive side. You, I mean, you scored you scored 20 points. You had a um, you had a basically a pick six uh, went down to the one yard line. So you can't have that many. Um, you can't just score that many points. Like it's got to be a way more than that uh, for this type of team to win a game. Um, and we, I feel like we, you know, we won the game, but I, uh, it felt like it could have gone either way. Uh, honestly, uh, it looked like the floodgates started opening. Uh, they played well in the first half defensively, but they weren't putting enough points on the board. Um, I, th- I think a team like this needs all the confidence they can get um, for their defense to play well. Uh, I think if their defense was playing well for the first half and say we're up by two touchdowns, I think that defense gets a little bit more energy in the second half as well. Um, but when, when the floodgates start opening, you start seeing mistakes getting made. Uh, I think it's also uh, good offensive coaches are going to take advantage of Bo Pelini and their scheme right now. Um, no, There's no adjustments being made on the defensive end, uh, which is still scary because, I mean, you got Alabama coming up in a couple of weeks. Alabama just beat Kentucky, which is a decent defense, 63-3. to I can't wait to see what kind of points they're going to put up on our defense. So, um, so positives. Uh, T.J. Uh, Finley, I thought was was really good. What I didn't like was I didn't like the offensive game plan um, to try to just run, run, run. Um, I wanted to see a little bit more wide open passing, and I get that he's a freshman, but I think you got to take chances with the type of defense that you have. Um, you have to make up for the fact that your defense is so porous that you're going to be giving up points. Um, and I, I would like to see them win a game like this a little bit more convincing than just squeaking it out with a, a blocked field goal at the end. Uh, that's that's less miles stuff, and we should be well past that. Um, and this season will ever be etched in my mind as a, a failure of um, – not being able to capitalize on 2019 the right way. Um, this is a – it's basically a collapse job from the from this team, um, and now you're going to have to rebuild it again. And you shouldn't have to do that after the year that we just had. Um, I think that's – I think that's uh, – it tells you a lot about the coaching staff, and I'm, I'm just not big on it right now. And I'm telling you guys, I've – you know, I've, I've lived in the um, – I lived during the – Donardo and Lou Tepper days. Uh, I was alive during Curly Hallman and all that. And 
and I've seen some bad stuff. Uh, <laughs> I've seen some bad LSU teams, and you know this isn't. Good. It's still not good. Um, you can hide it all you want. You can try to like have time of possession battles and stuff like that to keep your defense off the field. But at the end of the day, you're going to give up points and you better score more points than the other team or you could get embarrassed um, later on, not just against Florida and Alabama, but Ole Miss is going to try to score 50 at least on you. So maybe it's just me. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's the Monday, uh, case of the Mondays here. Um Hopefully, Jack can bring you some positivity later in the week, and we'll have um, a couple of episodes this week. Uh, we'll be doing our uh, our football-only episode on Tuesday, so coming up tomorrow, but then we'll also have a basketball preview on Wednesday um, to, to talk about the uh, upcoming games. We'll have a Thursday basketball game and a Saturday basketball game this week. Um, COVID is running rampant with, uh, with college basketball right now, so hopefully we can get all those in. Um, but again, little case of the Mondays, Maddie style. Uh, we hope you guys, uh, had a great weekend and, uh, we have a good little holiday week coming up here. So, um, please reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. We'll be posting some more videos out this week of LSU, Texas A&M stuff. Um, send us some, uh, send us some comments, um, whenever we post this as well. Let us know, um, where I'm wrong. And uh, trust me, I would love to be wrong. I'd love to be positive all the time. But, you know, I'm not that way. I'm a pessimistic, very skeptical person. Um, anyway, I'd love to I'd love to um, be puppy dogs and ice cream all the time. But that's just not me. So, all right, guys, enjoy your rest of your Monday. And we will talk to you soon. It feels good to be a gangster. Damn, it feels good.